All right, ladies and gentlemen, this would be my theme song, A Lovely Day. I'll be playing it for you in a few minutes. But right now, we have a wonderful interview right now uh, by uh, Bill Withers, okay, 1973. I hope you enjoy it. Sussex Records, and we're talking to Bill Withers, old friend. Haven't seen you in a long time, Bill. Yeah, quite a while, about a year, I guess. Bill, I've heard an interesting story about your past career. Would you tell us about it? Yeah, I made uh, bathrooms for airplanes, yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't... Uh, I made them before anybody used them. Oh, because <laughs> that makes a difference. Oh, yeah. Did you get bored or just decide to quit? No, but I think if you're alive uh, and you have any kind of energy going at all, I think things kind of naturally evolve. You evolve from one thing to another thing. I would uh, think that after a while I would want to do something else after this. Uh, it looks really funny, a uh, 65-year-old uh, uh, contemporary singer. There's one song, man, you called uh, Let Me Into Your Life. It just knocks me out. What was your uh, inspiration or uh, uh, whatever into that song, man? It's really a beautiful song. Well, you kind of think like most most ladies over uh, over 25 really don't uh, trust anybody. And uh, maybe they have uh, good reason to because if uh, somebody has uh, uh, two children, one, one male and one... Uh, uh, female, they usually say, um, male child, go out there and get them, but little girl, if you're one minute late, I'm going to kill you, you know. So, uh, men have more license to lie, I think, uh, that way. And then uh, some man finds himself uh, at an age uh, when he's looking for something, when he really means it, but everybody else has lied to this lady. So he has to say to her, you know, how about letting me in there? I'm not like that. I'm not like all those other people. You just got married not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, I just got married. Yeah. To uh, Denise Nichols? Nichols? Nichols, right. Right, room 222. Yeah. A beautiful lady, man. Yeah, nice, nice lady, yeah. Just Thank from you. a girl standpoint, is it extra hard, like, two performers being married, you know, like, you never get to see each other? I've never been married any other way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you wouldn't know, huh? So I don't have any reference off of it. Is it hard for you to see each other? Sometimes, yeah, but uh, you don't get a chance to get tired of each other either, which could be an advantage, you know. Well, that's for sure. There's one more thing I want to ask you, Bill, about your backup band. Where'd you get them? And, uh, who are they? And they really are super good. I mean, I like them a lot. Uh, they're what used to be the rhythm section for the Watton and Third Street Rhythm Band. Oh, yeah. So I got them from James Gadsden, Ray Jackson, Bernard Blackman, and Melvin Dunlap. The music sounds like you. You know, that all you guys are kind of uh, close, man, like a family almost. I think you have to be friends, primarily, you know. You have to get along with somebody when you spend so much time with them. I think everybody has to like each other for, for things to be really tight. You heard it here, right here on Mr. Clean, and I'm having fun. Bill Withers, yes, be more on him soon. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I have here 
one of my favorite singers. He's now deceased, Mr. Bill Withers. And he left behind some great music. I'll be sharing an interview in just a minute. interested in finding out some more about my favorite singer one of my favorite singers he's no longer with us but um, I'm sure we can uh, learn some more about him okay and enjoy his music he left behind here we go And sitting with me now is Brother Bill Withers. Where did you learn to sing that way? In other words, where is home? I'm from uh, Slab Fork, uh, West Virginia. You know where that is, right? No, Slab Fork, West Virginia. Yeah. Did you uh, start singing at home or did you... No, no, I wasn't interested in uh, music uh, growing up for some reason or other. I heard music, you know, I walked by and I heard some. But um, growing up mostly I was interested in getting away from where I grew up, you know. The object is to do something that you think that somebody would like to listen to. It's nothing about me telling them my experience. And you, 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 you know what I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm much more private than that. I'm not anxious to tell anybody anything about myself. But these songs on this first album are very personal songs. You know what? Because, and the, only, the best only way I can explain to you is that's the way I was. Summer night in Harlem. Man, it's a really hot. I'm kind of one of those left field kind of guys. It's not that wasn't readily obvious. You know, some people are just obvious. They're just spectacular. They look great and they dance and they just, yeah, and they can excite everybody. Or, you know, I'm going to come out. You know, you figure 1970, 71 or something. You know. I'm this black guy come out sitting on a chair 
with an acoustic guitar. These songs from your first album are incredibly sort of personal and revealing a lot about you. I mean, you talked about uh, With Ain't No Sunshine, just had getting past that sort of that macho thing. Men have problems admitting to losing things. I think women are much better at that. Women can say stuff like, I loved him, I really, really loved him. But he just left. Why'd he leave like that? Men given the same situation usually say something like, um, I'm glad the old jive broad split, man. Knowing all the time that it's really killing him inside. So once in my life, I wanted to uh, forego my own male ego and admit to losing something. So I came up with... Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone She's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone that must have been a big deal for you to do that song. No, no, no. I, I, I can't speak for how anybody else functions. I have a personal theory. You're sitting around scratching yourself, and something crosses your mind. Something occurs to you, you know. But may no sunshine when she's gone. Okay, that that crosses your mind. Where's it come from? I don't know. You know how they call certain talents a gift? That's a gift if something just crosses your mind. Sunshine was the best song on that album. Because people talk a lot of shit. Let me tell you something. Ain't No Sunshine was the B-side of my first single. So, had 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 somebody not thrown away the best song on my first album, I wouldn't have had a career. And uh, most people who are from very rural simple areas are rural simple people that's the way life is and uh, big city guys got all them games they run on you you know you have to everybody's pretty much everybody's pretty much uh, a synopsis of where they come from she couldn't stand me anymore so she just took the kids and went i'm black i stutter but I'm a little yellow boy, so some black folks is pissed off about that. 
that white folks is pissed off, period. Everything, I ain't got nothing. I got asthma. I'm 16 years old and I'm having trouble stop wetting the bed. So the most that I remember about the people that raised me and the people in that community, I mean, and these were coal miners, these were, these were good people, character people. All they had was the time they spent with you to convince you that the whole world was wrong about you. How'd you like to take on the world? Maybe the lateness of the hour. When I grew up, you know, you went to a black school, the, the, the undertaker was black, all the teachers were black, everything was black. And you, you knew how to talk through the back door for the white folks that your mother worked for. You know, I've come to guys, well, you know, Bessie Smith, I don't give a shit. You gonna tell me the history of the blues? I am the goddamn blues. Look at me, shit. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia. My, I'm the old first man in my family not to work in the coal mines. My mother scrubbed floors on her knees for a living. And you gonna tell me about the goddamn blues because you read some book written by John Hammond? Kiss my ass. Excuse me, that was fun. Nobody goes in making a record, writing a book, painting a picture, without thinking, wait till they see this shit. It's your first album is just dynamite. And uh, that was the first time you had turned to singing professionally, is it? With the release of that album. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't done any uh, singing before that, except in the shower, you know. But, uh... I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the opportunities that I got, you know. Usually they record an artist. They don't let him do what he wants to do at first. And uh, my people just let me go in and do what I wanted to do. When I came in here to try and do this, something I've never done before, Mr. Jones, Booker T, said to me, don't worry about it. Just do what you do and do it good. Booker and those guys were perfect for me because nobody came in there trying to make things slick. Not a lot of stuff because there wasn't a lot of money to do it. It's basically kind of raw. It might be like somebody else's demos. Well, when you first started, did you think you were going to sing your own music before you wrote it, or did you start writing music that you wanted to uh, get other people to perform? I wanted to sing, but the only songs that anybody laid on me was had all the uh, cliches in them, like, I love you so I'll never let you go. You are my one desire. You set my heart on fire. You know? <laughs> so I thought, like, I thought, wow, you know, I would like to say something that hasn't been said so much, you know. The subject matter we were dealing with, simple things, like something like Grandma's Hands or something like that, you know. I mean, it doesn't have to be like this 
glossy uh, singing with all the beautiful things in it. I'm sick and tired of somebody saying I love you with both arms up in the air like that, you know. I can't believe that, you understand? Ta-da! I'm sick of that, you know. I would like to just be like for real for a change. Somebody's beating you down. God damn, man. Come on, brother. Grandma's hand. Sue. 
Now, if you're going to sit down and write something, you'd probably write about something that's effect that you had to cope with. As good grandma's hands, that was my experience. I had a guy that worked at a big agency, IFA, drove a Rolls Royce, actually say to me, well, you know, black people can't write. And he doesn't understand that I can be as flowery and as literate as anybody. I know how to ch exchange soul with rednecks and, and, and southern black people picking cotton, man. I know them. You don't know them. You don't know them kind of feelings, man. So you know. Your grandma ain't never sat on a porch. She probably never lived in a house that had a porch. Your grandma don't even know where there's a church is with a potbelly stove in the middle and, and clapping hands and playing a tambourine. They don't know that. But Johnny Cash come to come to me and said, I'd, I'd like to meet your grandmother, yeah. A guy that um, uh, picks up garbage, for instance, is needed more than a guy that plays baseball. He doesn't receive as much notoriety. But uh, I would rather see my garbage gone than to uh, see some cat hit a ball 500 feet, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather not sing for a month than not go to the bathroom for a month, you see. I think values <laughs> are sometimes ups upside down, you know. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Only the Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end this interview although it has a lot more here to listen to. Um, I'm going to end it right now and come back later with something else. Boy, this is interesting. I didn't know Bill Withers was this down to earth. He's straightforward. And he has some great music. And I'll be sharing some of these songs that are that you heard here on this um, in this interview. Okay. Let's see, what, is there anything else I want to include before we go? I think this is, I think that's it. It's not a short documentary, it's a long one. <laughs> All right, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I changed my mind. It's raining outside, and I'm playing Candy Crush. <laughs> Yes, Candy Crush is a good game. I like to play that and listen to music and interviews. So if you want to join me, then all you have to do is put your earphones on or just turn your phone up or wherever you're listening to me at live here on Anchor. So many things have changed some for the good some for the you know because you got to remember it was my generation we were the beginning of the civil rights generation and that's why we have difficulty adjusting to this thug culture you know because we think like man we did all that and 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 this is all y'all gonna show us for this you want to be a thug fool we risked our lives when we were scared as hell skip it Skip and skip and skip, skip over the ocean like a stone. We were terrified. And now you want to walk around giving the impression 
that you are dangerous and dishonest? How dare you, sucker? Boy, you want power. You want to be involved in power in the world, and all you want to have power is between 104th Street and 109th Street? What do you want to waste your time trying to, you know, trying to be nickel slick? Just take, for instance, Saturday Night in Harlem and, and, and quite a few of the things you do. It really lays out the uh, black experience more so than any other artist, I think, has done in as popular an album as yours. What do you see as the prognosis of your career? Do you think you can remain just as you are? First, I have build? to become somebody that understands what prognosis means, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Mm. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. Wonder this time where she's gone. Wonder if she's gone to stay. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And this house just ain't no home. Anytime she goes away. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Has she grown? 
He got a lot of songs out. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Let's keep listening. Send the preacher to the holy land. Hey, hey, Lord. 
right, this that ends this episode and interview on Mr. Clean, and I'm having fun. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, and if you would like, you can share. Thank you.